Hello and welcome to episode 242 of Ready Yetis Built on Passion. I'm your host, Matt Delabono, and today we have on Sean K. Fay, founder of Wisdom Superfood. Wisdom Superfood makes highly nutritious supplements from mushrooms designed to give you whole nutrition for a healthy body and mind. Sean's foray into starting Wisdom Food is best explained through his own story, and of course, from the beginning. His beginning is likely unlike anything you've heard of, mainly because he got his start in infomercials and could be seen as a relatively big player in making some household names and well-known memes mainstream. If you grew up in the 90s, early 2000s, you'll know who I'm talking about. Sean has been a longtime producer and through his journey, he slowly got more and more focused on his health. The lead up there is actually pretty phenomenal. Seriously, his story is wild. You guys are going to love it, but I'll leave that for the podcast. What's really most interesting is Sean has had a really robust experience in infomercial marketing, but recently he's had to make the change from infomercial marketing to digital marketing, and he has been attacking that with the same vigor he's held consistently through his career. One thing's for certain, Sean knows the ins and outs of getting a product he's passionate about to an audience and knows how to turn labor into love. In this episode of Ready Yeti Built on Passion, Sean K. Fay shares his extraordinarily colorful story on how he became interested in health and nutrition, the nuances of marketing a product, and how to educate your audience on a product or concept that they might not know about. And without further ado, I give you Sean Fay. I'll cover all this again, but this is the this is the, this is what we're all about. Should we? I mean, we're in it. Yeah, Let's do it. Let's do it, Sean. Where do you want to begin? Right now, we're doing it, Sean. Thank you for joining me today. <laughs> thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, Matthew. I appreciate you uh, inviting me to be on the podcast. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that we got a chance to talk beforehand because now I know what's um, order to start this off, start asking, asking the right questions and to, <laughs> you know, we're, you're the founder of wisdom superfoods. Maybe that's a great place to start. What is wisdom superfoods for the listener who is unfamiliar? Okay. Wisdom superfoods is really coming full circle on a story. Uh, but I want to start by just saying it's wisdom superfoods SPC. And that stands for Social Purpose Corporation, okay? Now, it's important for your listeners to know that a Social Purpose Corporation is a very specific designation that we had to opt for. We are a C-Corp, but an SPC, as you can imagine, with the word social in there, means that we equally balance uh, stockholder or shareholders, um, you know, what's in it for them, you know, profits, et cetera with the community, our customers, our suppliers, and the environment. So we're not just focused on profit at all costs, but we're actually focused on um, sustainable profit that you know, supports everyone down the chain. You know, not only, of course, our consumers, the people, our customers that buy from us, 
but also the suppliers, also our environment, also the community around us. So we're not just thinking of ourselves and what can we do, but how can we build something of value by delivering lots of value that will help kind of everybody, you know, because I think today in today's like entrepreneurial world, um, there's so much more you can do by being a successful entrepreneur than like make a lot of money. You can also turn around and use that for good purpose. So that was, that was important. And that's built into the beginning of, um, of our business. So wisdom superfood, we're a superfood company. Um, uh, wisdom is an homage to my philosophy degree. I have a, a degree in bachelor's in uh, arts and philosophy from the university of Washington. And, uh, I love philosophy, which is kind of funny because um, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I had a T-shirt in, at the UW. It said philosophy. And on the back, it said, I'm in it for the money, which is a big joke because everybody asked me, what are you going to do with a philosophy degree? But um, philosophy is actually something that you know can be imbued into any aspect of society. And I sit on the board of, uh, board of advisors to the department today to try and bring philosophy to the community. And so like to high schools to businesses, to, to politics, et cetera. Um, wisdom is, you know, essentially the culmination of our experience, our knowledge, and sort of making the right choice, right, uh, at a certain given moment. And, you know, I'm 51 years old. Um, I have a lifetime of eating my body up and also taking care of my body in different levels of, uh, of success. And I've tried a lot of stuff. Um, stuff that has worked, hasn't worked. And so we created a company that was going to both be a source of knowledge and information, um, like I said before, uh, that will help motivate you to get on your journey to health, as well as products that can kind of activate or kickstart that journey. And uh, our specific superfood products are all about mushrooms. So we'll come back and talk more about mushrooms, but mushrooms are in all of our products. I I am the Pied Piper of mushrooms and why every single person should add mushrooms to their diet. And I'm not necessarily talking about psilocybin or magic mushrooms, uh, although, you know, there, there's a lot of science that says they have their place, but I'm talking about those functional mushrooms that are good for your health, like chaga, uh, shiitake, um, cordyceps, reishi, turkey tail, and um, lion's mane. Uh, and those are all the products, the, the mushrooms in our product. So. That's wisdom superfood um, in a nutshell. Now that we, we got the, the vehicle out of the way. Yeah. Where did the journey begin? We'll, we'll start with that. Okay. All right. Buckle so, um, yeah, buckle up. It's, it's kind of funny. Um, so I was actually born in Hollywood, California to hippie parents. Uh, my dad was a, was a starving actor. And uh, he did starve as an actor until he went into the restaurant business. <laughs> And my mom was an early childhood development um, teacher and a daycare mom. And uh, she was like a granola before it was a term. She literally made like homemade granola back then and homemade yogurt. So my early years were in like uh, Venice, California is where I remember growing up during the 70s. It was super cool. I'd watch like, uh, um, you know, Lou Ferrigno and Arnold Schwarzenegger work out at Muscle Beach when I was like five years old. But um I remember seeing those guys doing their fitness and then my mom's making healthy food and there was the skaters, the Lords of Dogtown. And, and that was my life. And, um, I ended up moving to Seattle, uh, in 78 and, um, 
you know, pretty much mom never had processed foods in the house, never had sugar. And, uh, you know, I was like complained a lot, but, uh, pretty much ate healthy. <clears throat> I discovered football, swimming and track when I was in high school. And although I wasn't a star athlete, I was pretty athletic and, um, I kept at it and I ate garbage throughout high school. Cause you can, you're, you're, you're a teenager and you like, you know, you're burning calories cause you're exercising all the time. So hamburgers, all the stuff. But around 18, um, I was at the University of Washington, and um, by that time, I got into competitive Taekwondo, and uh, I started eating healthy again. And um, health, health is like obviously the core of this journey, um, but a, along the way is a whole career. <clears throat> so anyway, I read books like Eat to Win by Robert Haas and, and Fit for Life by Harvey and Marilyn Diamond. And I was like, that's what I want. I want to be fit for life. You know, I want to, I want to eat to win. Right. And back then when I was 18, I was like, I want to try an Ironman. You know, I'm going to do an Ironman. I never did. I did later in my forties, but that I'll get there. But I, uh, I'm studying Taekwondo. I'm competing and, and I'm also working out at that point. I'm reading books. I'm educating myself. I started juicing. I started not juicing like, like fresh carrot juice. Yeah, not I mean? steroids. Like real fresh juice. Yeah, not steroids. But I was working out a lot. I was taking amino acids. I was doing uh, creatine. I was doing egg protein and whey protein. I'm trying everything I can because I'm like a sponge learning about all this. And um, it paid off. I got like super fit and I won state championship in 1991 for, for my belt level. And I was like, I was a martial artist athlete and just loving it. And um, while I was at the University of Washington, uh, my girlfriend at the time, said, hey, uh, my dad is, and these two crazy Italian brothers are marketing a juicer. Uh, would you like to like volunteer for a seminar? And so I said, sure, I know all about help, you know, juicing. So I went to this seminar and in front of the, uh, a group of like 200 people, this is like north, uh, north of Seattle, there was a seminar and, and there's like 200 chairs, all these people sitting and there's a guy who's 65 years old. He's got giant eyebrows. He's got more energy than anybody I've ever met of any age. And people are just like eating up everything he's saying. And he's talking about the power of fruits and vegetables and extracting the nutrients inside them into juice. And so, um, and he had a juicer and he's making fresh juice. Okay. So my job was just literally serve juice to people. And of course, I know a little bit about juicing. And so I'm adding what I know and people are like loving it. And I was so enthusiastic about it. Apparently, they, they thought I did a good job. And in the back, our job was to serve juice and then to try to upsell people from a $289 juicer to a $500 health and education package plus the juicer. And so, so here I am kind of doing both those roles, learning on the fly. And it's just literally a three or four hour event. But at the end of that event, they came up to me and said, Sean, you, you did so great. Uh, we want you, how'd you like to fly to New Haven, Connecticut next weekend? All expenses paid after your classes end on Friday and come back Sunday night. And I'm like, sign me up. And so that began a two year journey where I traveled to every small and big city in America selling juicers. And I, I became their top salesperson on the road. And part of it's because their health and wellness package had like, eight books. It had three uh, videos. They didn't have DVDs back then. Uh, 
they had like Diet for a New America and they had all these Norman Walker books. They had a newsletter um, and they had like, you know, all these naturopathic doctors that were writing, you know, books and things. And so I devoured all this information and I, I just, I read everything and I became like kind of, I would mimic the Jay the Juice Man, uh, you know, in the back. And so, and then I started recruiting friends from college. And this is important because I recruited a guy named Blake Robinson, who was my best friend in college. We met in the dorms and um, he was also a martial artist, but he studied Aikido. And so Blake came on the road with me and we traveled together. And uh, Blake's actually my business partner in Wisdom Superfood today. So like 30 plus years later, and Blake and I have been working together throughout our whole lives, which is another story, which I'll get to. But that Juice Man experience planted a seed for me in, I had a passion for health and wellness. I could sell it and I can inspire other people. And that company, we, when we started, we were like employees six and seven. That company shot up to 250 people. It went from a million to 90 million in a couple years. Fastest growing private company, one of the fastest growing private companies in the U.S. And we were super excited. So um, that kind of began the, the career. So as I'm working for them, the, one of the owners, a guy named Rick Cesari, he kind of took me under his wing and, and tutelage and taught me marketing. And uh, Rick is one of the pioneers of the, of the infomercial business because these seminars that I told you about, they were advertised and promoted using a 30-minute infomercial that said, hey, go to your local Red Lion Inn or Hilton and see the Jay the Juice Man. And so that, that kind of was the beginning, best, best college job of all time. That's nuts. That's Yeah. So, all right. Where, where does it go from there? Where you, what was the next step? I mean, you're. So what happened was um, Rick took me under his wing and he taught me marketing and he taught me production. He taught me how to make an infomercial. And so here I am working for the juice man company doing different health infomercials, talking to Dr. McDougal, who's like a today he's like one of the biggest YouTube doctors. Um, we had all kinds of these, uh, you know, medical doctors talking about, you know, the power of plants and health and wellness and like, you know, all the micronutrients and things that didn't get really popular until later in the 2000s, but we're in the early days. So anyway, um, that company ended up getting sold. So I'm learning how to be a producer working for the company. And then in 93, and and this is so long ago, I'll quickly get to the modern day, modern day, but um, that company was sold to a little business called Salton in Chicago. And um, so anyway, that, that, after that experience, I was kind of on my own trying to figure out, you know, I graduated from college. I'm trying to figure out what's my, what am I going to do next? I like doing these infomercials, but it was just me by myself. And my mentor had sold his business and basically was retired. And then he came to me in 94 and said, Hey, I got an infomercial project. It's for a toothbrush called the Sonicare toothbrush. And, um, I'm sure you have one. They're, they're great. I know I have one. I've had like three. Yeah. they're awesome. So we, we launched the Sonicare brand uh, back then and put them on the map. And so uh, my mentor and I decided to start a business and we started an agency doing infomercials and the, that little company that bought the juice man, they came to us with a new grill back back then and they said hey this grill is teamed up with George Foreman we want you to make an infomercial for it 
and we did. And literally, my life went from like, I grew up with pretty modest means, but that success was like overnight success. And that agency, which was called Cesare Response Television that Rick and I owned, on the heels of launching Sonicare and George Foreman Grill, we literally became the fastest growing, we were voted fastest growing private company in Washington state in 98. Yeah, it was fun. And so we're producing infomercials. And what that means is like doing all the video production, the marketing, the messaging. And then we also set up the call centers and we place the media. And the thing that's cool about infomercials is that every time you spend money on media time, you can track the uh, success of it through a unique 800 number and later a URL. And so you know how efficient your, your media spend is, your marketing spend is. And so I learned that business and we, we did, we launched OxyClean with Billy Mays, the late Billy Mays. We did infomercials with Richard Simmons and like so many, I, I've forgotten nuts. more than I can remember. I, I grew up yeah. on those. Like those, yeah, yeah sure. they became huge. That's, that's insane. It's also, what's really interesting is that something I always wondered. How do you track uh, like commercials? And it makes sense. I mean, you know, I guess the number really is the way. It's either like it's works. That's yeah. it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for that's what distinguishes direct response uh, television or DRTV from like brand advertising. And uh, today, um, my day job is I own an agency called Envision Response, and we're we're one of the the bigger you know direct response agencies and our clients are like blue cross um freedom forever which is the third largest solar panel company in america maybe fourth uh and and we we buy the media and we produce the infomercials and um i still run that i got a team doing most of the day-to-day -day, but that that's uh that's kind of my 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 day business and um and so so what happened with that first agency is we continued growing and then um, decided to start my own business, which I did in 2003. And at this point, I have marketed so many products for other people and built so many brands. And I always wanted to do my own brand, not, not just have a company. Uh, I did like having an agency and, uh, and running it, but creating my own product from scratch. And so... Um, what happened in that first years is I was also raising kids. So I had three sons and I, and I raised, I was taking care of them. And, you know, once I started having kids, I, I, I realized that, you know, I was really a workaholic in my twenties and I just did everything to make those successes happen. But um, I, I calmed things down in my thirties and a couple of things happened. One, I, I did spend a lot of wonderful time with my kids, but I also got out of shape. I, I wasn't eating as healthy. And, um, you know, you just kind of get run down. They call them the crowded years for, for all you parents out there. You know what I'm talking about. But, uh, you know, I was trying to figure out what am I going to do with my, with my agency? You know, how am I going to grow from here? And um, uh, when I turned 40, um, I was just sick and tired. I was like 30 pounds overweight and I hadn't exercised. That athleticism I had in my youth was kind of gone. and to be really personal, like my marriage is falling apart. And, um, uh, I just was like, okay, what's, what's happening here. And I decided I wanted to get fit. And so, uh, two friends of mine in the infomercial business had a, a little company you might've heard of. They're called beach body. And they had a hit called P90X. 
And I, I called them up, John Condon and Carl Deichler, and I said, hey, guys, I want to get fit. I'll be the producer transformation. So I'll be like the guy producing the spot, but I'll be the guy transforming. And I'll just like, the proof is in the pudding. Here's me beforehand. Here's me after. And uh, I did it. I, I followed. I, I relearned. I pulled out all my knowledge about health and wellness. I started, stopped eating, you know, just junk and, and being more conscious of what I ate. And it began a journey where I got super fit. I mean, I lost 30 pounds. Um, I, I started eating healthier. I changed. It wasn't a diet I was on. It was more of like a lifestyle change. You know, it's more a mind, mental change. And so um, that finished that spot. It was really fun. Although it never aired on TV, it did, it did air on social media. And it's, it's fun to watch. And it's like, oh, this is crazy. And uh, it got a lot of uh, support on social did media. Do people recognize you? But, um, does anyone, do you ever like, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, um, and, you know, they, the, the founders, that company actually Beachbody is going public, uh, this year. And, uh, I'm excited for those guys because it's been quite a journey for them. Uh, but, um, uh, I do owe the credit, the beginning of the journey, the fitness, you know, journey back to, to that day when I, when they said, sure, let's do this. So, so I got fit and, and that was, that was, uh, maybe 10 years ago. And, um, the next year I did my first half marathon. I discovered uh, running. I love to run. And I was so terrified of that first half marathon. I was like, I can't do this. There's no way. Like I was nervous. And I was like, what if I can't finish? And I had no idea. And there's probably athletes out there hearing this going, that's ridiculous. Like it's easy. I could go run a half marathon right now. But when you haven't, like, even though I got fit, I hadn't run in years. And I hadn't done any of that stuff, any of that endurance stuff. So I did my first half and it was like, it turned out okay. And I caught the bug and I started training for a marathon and uh, I did my first marathon, Vancouver marathon. And I, I did an incredible time on my first marathon. And what, what I realized is that, you know, when you're making lifestyle changes, when you're, when you're making changes to improve your life, you go through a paradigm shift, like you reframe your perspective because you have a perspective when you start it's usually not a super positive one. It's like, well, I'm overweight or I don't feel good or I have no energy or I just can't get away from this negative thinking. And the perspective is this is going to be difficult. This is going to be daunting. But once you get into it, it's almost like you're like Forrest Gump. You just keep doing something. You keep running. And then the next thing you know, you're a runner. The next thing you know, you've done a marathon. And then you're like, wait a second, what else can I do? And that's what happened to me. And so that became, began my um, endurance athlete journey. And between 2010 and 2016, I did like 13 marathons, one ultra. I did seven half Ironmans. In, I did a in whole bunch time, of small. In that, like, that block? Just in, that, in that block of time, I did all these events. And I did Spartan races, obstacle course racing, um, you name it. And yeah, and it was, it was good. Uh, it was good. And, and so I just, I, I realized that I'm now an adult. I'm a grown up. I've got a career and a license behind me, but I'm now an athlete. And I'm like, you know, anything's possible, you know, cause I was so, when I started that, I was so out of shape. I was like, no, I'm just going to keep declining. But I decided I don't want to do that. And that's important. You know, uh, you don't have to decline as you get older. It's not a natural thing that you just fall apart. You, you just have to work at it. So Back to my career, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the infomercial business, 
and um, I am uh, trying to do more health and wellness things. And NBC Universal approaches us and says, "Hey, we want to create an infomercial uh, for a new hit program," and it was it was called Tabata. And I'm sure you've heard of Tabata. It's that you know, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, eight rounds. Yes, I was one. I yeah. thought it sounded familiar. Yeah, I have it on my phone. <laughs> so they, yeah, they literally licensed from the from Professor Tabata. They licensed his name, and we created a fourteen disc set. My team did the programming. We worked with the athletes and with the trainers and the program director. We we created the content on the DVDs and the infomercial. We did the packaging. We created the entire business model for NBC Universal, and it was biggest project I'd ever done in my career. It was really exciting. It was like a $1.3 million project. And um, it turned out great. And uh, during the course of that, the client came to me and said, hey, should and they had never done infomercials before. This was kind of a test for them, which is important because I'll tell you what happened. But they said, hey, we aren't we supposed to sell like bars and protein powders and things on the back end? And I said, well, of course you have to. That's how your continuity goes. And um, and they said, well, why don't you two do it? Okay, so so when I did the the NBC Universal, um, we created a meal plan to go with that as well. And I brought a friend of mine in named Diana Stobo, who is a health and wellness author, and she had hosted an infomercial for me in the past. And I said, hey, why don't you write this? And so I gave her a little project, and she wrote it, and um, you know, it was great. And so they said, well, why don't you and Diana team up and create some products? And I, and I was the entrepreneur. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And this is like, here's my chance. I can finally create my own brand. And, so, and I have a customer that's willing to buy it from me. So I'm like, this is awesome. So, uh, but I didn't know where to begin. And this is really important. Like, where the heck do you begin if you've never done something in business? Like, I knew how to do marketing. I knew how to produce infomercials. I knew how to do all that. But I don't know how to create a, a protein powder, you know? And so, you know, what do I do? And so what I, I called people in my network, you know? And so I called a friend of mine um, who used to be the procurement officer for Beachbody. And I said, uh, hey, I want to develop a protein powder. Who, who do I call? And he goes, you got to call Edward Grinblatt. He was the guy who developed all the products for Beachbody. And um, he, he can talk a lot and he's, got so much knowledge, but you're going to love him. And so I called up this man named Edward Grimblad, who's a 70-year-old Russian chemist. And, uh, and, and we, get on the phone, we get on the phone and we become like fast friends. And he's like, and I'm asking him questions like, oh, that's of course we do this and we're going to do that and we could do this. And, we, and I'm like, you have more knowledge than I'll ever, like you'll forget more than I'll ever learn in my lifetime. And so 40 years he's been in the supplement business, okay? and Edward was my key to getting started in the supplement business. Um, Edward brought all of his contacts, all of his suppliers. And then, so he was our first hire. So we formed a company back then called Forte Power Foods. I hired Edward to help me formulate the product. Diana and him worked together with the food scientists at the um, uh, manufacturer. And we developed a bar. And we developed about 13 other products that never saw the light of day. But um, our first product was a bar. So fast forward, the NBC Universal project actually kind of sputtered. And they decided, ah, we don't want to be in the infomercial business. And if you ever deal with NBC, like big media companies, 
especially giant companies like that, they're so fickle with their projects. You'll see them spend millions on something and then I'll be like, nope, we're done with that. Let's move it over here. So, so they did that whole project and then we tested it. It, 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 had, it had results, but then they're like, yeah, we don't want to pursue that. So that's done. So I'm like, oh, there goes that client. So now we have, to, we have this business. We've developed a bar at this point. And so we had to keep going. So I went and raised capital. So I went to a guy in the infomercial business, my friend John Noakes, who's the legend behind the smart mop. That's that chamois mop that's orange. And he, he, made, he, made, he, he got really successful off of that. And I said, hey, John, we've been friends a long time. How'd you like to invest in, in uh, instead of creating another widget, why don't you create something that'll change the world? I kind of felt like it was my Steve Jobs um, who was the guy that was the CEO of Apple back in the, in the day where he goes, do you want to sell sugar water or do you want to, I can't believe I can't remember that guy's name. You know what I'm talking about it's, though. I, I know, I know there was two guys involved. I have, I only know Steve Jobs. We're, we're going to, we're going to give that's, the, uh, that's yeah, the that, that, yeah, that's the curse. So, so I, I, I told John, Hey, here's your chance to invest in something meaningful that will change the world. We're, we're going to create this company. And so he did, and he invested, and he was our third founder. And so Diana and I and John started a company, and we created a line of bars that, ha- that had high fiber, decent amount of protein, very low sugar, and prebiotics, okay? And they tasted great. And so um, we, uh, we added probiotics to them, and then we said, and then I, I, I came up with the name Truth Bar. And so, because the truth is you want, you need nutrition, but the truth is you want your bar to taste like a candy bar. And so, you know, we called it a truth bar. Taste the truth. Taste the truth, right? So we, we got the trademark on truth bar. We launched in 2016 at Natural Products Expo West, which I'm sure you've heard of. Uh, and um, it was a huge hit. You know, we hired a really good agency to create the branding and the look of it. Um, Diana did a great job with creating the flavors. And, uh, you know, we, we launched and we were the hit of the show. Uh, people, like over a thousand people sampled our product. We had 700 badge scans, uh, more than a thousand. It was like, and we had people showing up saying, we want to carry your product. This is the best thing we've had. And we launched basically the world's first probiotic nutrition bar. And it tastes like a candy bar. So everything's great. This was my first foray. Um, there's only one problem. Okay. We were out of money, and all three of us had day jobs. We had other businesses, okay? And so- How did you guys manage this? No, it was, it was tough. I was, I was pretty stressed at the time, and, uh, and so um, I'm trying to figure out what to do. You know, I've got the agency. Do I abandon the agency and go 100% in on this? I mean, what do I do? And so a woman came by the booth, and she said, hey- I'm part of a team that did the successful zone bar back in the day. If you, you can, you can buy zone bars in every store in America. And um, she goes, how would you like capital distribution? And the three of you will get a stake in that, in, in, in a, you know, we sold zone bar for $200 million, 185 million. Uh, You know, I'll bring all the money, all the distribution, all the management, everything. And you three can just go along for the ride. And I, I, I was kind of reluctant. My gut said, don't do it. But I went ahead because my other partners were like, we got to do this. 
because like again, all three of us had other businesses. Uh, Diana had a health and wellness retreat in Costa Rica. John had his infomercial business, and I had my agency. And this is kind of an important point for those entrepreneurs that are like trying to do multiple things because it can be devastating if you don't put a hundred percent of your heart into your business. It will struggle, and uh, unless you get the right partners or money, you're gonna you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have troubles there. But anyways. Um, we did it, and in 2017, uh, a company called CP Baker that did Zone Bar acquired uh, the assets of, of Forte and the Truth Bar, and um, we all got small stakes in, in the new company, no cash or anything, because uh, it was a baby startup, right? And, uh, and the company took off. It was doing great, and my role got very much diminished to being like a demo person. So I, would, I still had stock in the company. I was a founder. But my, my role was to show up at places like Pharmaca and Gelson's and Sprouts. If you're on the West Coast, those are real popular. Um, and I would do demos. And I'd go in there for three hours and I would talk about the health and wellness benefits. It reminded me of the Juice Man days when I was serving juice. <laughs> and I swear, Matthew. It's a wheelhouse. I would sell 12 boxes of bars. And I got more enjoyment out of selling 150 bars at that point than I did in like producing another commercial for my agency. So I was, I was having fun, but the story kind of took a sad turn. That person that acquired us, um, you know, it was kind of a slow start and the person acquired us unexpectedly died. And, um, and after that began what you could expect, you know, infighting and who's going to do this and that. And I had a moment where I was, I was thinking about trying to get back involved, but I decided you know, I'm going to step away. I learned my lessons from that experience and uh, uh, I'm just going to go on and do something else. And that something else happened in, uh, you know, that was 2017, 2018 continued on 2019. Um, I was at a point where I was like, I got to do something. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little raw about that truth bar experience. Uh, I want to get my health back. I hadn't been exercising. I hadn't been doing um, endurance for a few years because I developed arthritis in my hip. And so my body started falling apart. And this is key. So here I am at the end of 2018. Uh, I also started drinking too much, um, which is an important part of my story because between like my hip hurting, the bummer about that health business kind of falling, kind of falling apart and the infighting and all that. And then, um, my, uh, you know, this, this other issue, which is just, I wasn't feeling good. I just decided I need to heal myself somehow. I need to feel better. And I started seeing a traditional Chinese medicine doctor, started doing acupuncture and started going home with all these herbs, all these, uh, these powdered herbs. And I started feeling better, you know, and, and he would always say, he's like, you know, cut back on the drinking, take the, take the herbs. I'm like, what are in these herbs? And he'd be like, they're mushrooms. They're reishi mushrooms, and they're like these things called adaptogens, ashwagandha, and all these different, you know, Chinese herbs that they've been prescribing for thousands of years. I'm like, this works. This is really great. And so I started investigating mushrooms. So here in my mind, I'm like, I want to feel better. Uh, I'm getting older. I want to feel better. The herbs feel are working. Um, I made the big decision to stop drinking and I decided I'm going to start a new company. And so uh, and that was in 2019, uh, early 2019. And so um, 
for me, uh, I, I started just learning everything I could about mushrooms and about adaptogens and, and how they can work. And then I started thinking about the protein and how important that is. Um, I decided to get, and, and, and I called up Edward again, and we started formulating a powder. And, and this powder, um, you know, when I was thinking about what I wanted it to do, I thought, how do you, how do you make yourself, how do you like make the body work optimally? Well, you got to focus on the immune system, the brain, and your digestive system. Those are the three systems that are so key. And mushrooms help all of those. So what Edward and I did is we, we put six different kinds of functional mushrooms, blended it with a plant-based protein, added digestive enzymes, and then we added adaptogens, and we added ashwagandha, rhodiola, and astragalus. Now, are you familiar with what an adaptogen is? Very vaguely, but obviously for the listener and for me, a nice refresher is always helpful. Um, okay. Please. So my favorite analogy for uh, an adaptogen is, you know what a stem cell is in the body? So a stem cell can become any cell. Okay, it can, a stem cell is one of those amazing cells that can just go and become whatever you need it to be. So it, it does what the body needs. An adaptogen is a plant, it's a plant nutrient that when it enters the body, it, it doesn't do one specific thing. It does whatever your body needs to help bring it into homeostasis or balance. And I, I loved that concept. And so I said, yeah, isn't that cool? It's literal building blocks. It's like building blocks. And so, so it, it, you know, it's like the adaptogen, basically, if you, if you need to um, build your immune system up, it'll do that. If you need to, uh, you know, help with digestion, it'll do that. It just, it's, it's amazing how these plants work with the bodies biochemically to, to uh, achieve these outcomes. So it's, it's super interesting. And I kept going down the rabbit hole and the rabbit hole goes deep, right? I mean, I can talk about yeah. mycelium and how we're all connected to all the living things are connected through mycelium. And you've heard of that, right? So, oh yeah. So like, I love mushrooms. And so we really built wisdom superfood on the pillar of bringing mushrooms into superfood as a superfood into uh, health and supplement products like protein powders, like capsule supplements. Um, and we have a whole line extension uh, plan for, you know, creamers and collagens and different things like that, that we would um, bring that essentially are your everyday items, your, your morning coffee, your morning smoothie, your afternoon smoothie, before, after workout, um, even, even a meal replacement. And, you know, so th those are, that's kind of the niche where we are is we're creating superfoods that you can add to your daily life that will, you know, basically help you feel your best for as long as possible. And um, so as we kept going, I, I realized I need help here because I got the agency and, and this time I want to make sure I do this right. And by that time, if you remember that man, Blake Robinson, I mentioned that worked with me back at the juice man. Blake actually also helped me start my agency and he had come back after many years and was helping me work in the agency. And I said, Hey, Blake, you're helping me with the agency. How do you feel about starting a brand with me that will run under the agency and we'll learn, we'll teach ourselves digital marketing while we're doing it. And we'll introduce this great new product to people who want to, who are like you and me, we're both active 50 year old guys who want to, 
you know, keep going as long as possible. And he loved the idea. And so he became my partner in, uh, in wisdom. And to some extent, wisdom is its own entity and is growing, but it's also uh, a special project within Envision where we're teaching ourselves, in addition to our television marketing expertise, we're teaching ourselves digital marketing so that we understand that entire, from brand launch to you know, full rollout, social media, email marketing, giveaway marketing, all the things that, that we need to do to help reach people. And our ultimate goal is to build a community, a community of people that like us that, um, you know, want as they get older, you know, we're kind of targeted at that 35 or 40 to, you know, probably 60 and up uh, age, people that want to, you know, feel better as they get older and, um, and, and then pay it forward, you know, inspire other people. Because if you feel better in your body and your mind, you're going to you're going to be kinder out there. You're going to have better ideas. And um, there's kind of an end, an end goal here. That's it, it goes with what we were saying. I, I, I don't know if that's going to be uh, if that we, we caught that when I hit record, but just that how crazy, crazily distinct and important it is to take care of your body and your diet and how that affects your mental health. Yeah, it's, it's insane how that's connected. Yeah, you, um, you nailed it. Holistic. It's a holistic approach. Yeah, yeah. That's at the core of wisdom. We fit one little slot, which is we're providing superfoods and hopefully we're providing part of our business model is we want to provide good knowledge and information that will motivate you to get on your journey. But ultimately, um, you know, sleep, managing your good sleep, stress, uh, your lifestyle, even the people that you surround yourself with, you know, your attitude, that's all just as important as your exercise and your nutrition. I'm, I'm stumbling here. I was taking notes the entire time. I got questions here. Now go this for is, it. That was... no, sorry. I, I, I kind of, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of stuff, but it's a crazy journey, but I, I feel great. No, yeah. I feel great about where I landed today sitting here with you. This is exactly where I wanted to be. Thank you. I'm, I'm <laughs> flattered by that. <laughs> And flattery will get you everywhere. Yeah, no, that's, I, I feel like it's an interesting thing to kind of, that's what I like about just being able to sit down in this capacity. Um, it, it gives you, it, you know, you, you get a better why. Yeah. Why wisdom food, how it, it's important. And, you know, I, I forget exactly what you said. Um, it was when, in, it was in this, somewhere in, um, during the, the truth bar, section of the story but it was something truth along the lines saga. of yeah this truth the truth bar saga yeah yes yeah you basically said you know you need that buy-in you need that passion to take a brand anywhere because if you don't believe in something then you it's gonna be work you're not gonna want to do it it's it's a it's a very very like luckily simple concept where like yeah if you don't want to do something it's gonna be really hard to make yourself do it for a long period of time. So like having that buy-in, the fact that you're like, I love this, I'm going to do this, let's go. That's incredible. In regards to your experience in infomercials, how how's it been like switching to digital market? I mean, you seem like the kind of guy who can just kind of dive into something and and learn it all. How, how has it been kind of figuring that out and navigating? Do you think that it's way more valuable now than infomercials? Infomercials get a bad rap. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a good question. Uh, infomercials have always had a bad rap and early on in my career, 
I decided I wasn't going to do any cheesy, crummy infomercials. In hindsight, you could probably say some of those infomercials, like the ones with Billy Mays, I love Billy they the way they worked yeah. and that product worked. And, uh, you know, I always worked with products I believed in and felt good about, uh, you know, cliche as it is, it's really true. But I will say that if the product's a household name, there's a pretty good chance it's a good product. And I'm grateful for the fact and fortunate that a lot of the products I got a chance to work on my little part in the beginning, they're household names today. Um, that, that being said, Today, you know, my agency is really focused on uh, companies of purpose. And so um, I, I'll only work with a client if they're delivering massive amounts of value to the customer. And so one of my big clients right now is Freedom Forever, and they're a solar panel company. And so obviously, I'm a big believer in, in you know, in, uh, in solar energy. And, uh, you know, I own a Tesla, and I have solar panels on my roof, like I walk the talk. But I'm also trying to help promote those messages out there. So infomercials are, are, are incredibly effective. You know, we got Richard Karn from Home Improvement to be the host of that infomercial. And, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Oh, and the show, the show is just like a talk show. It's like a show. It's like a, it's like a normal show. There's nothing cheesy about it, but it's very educational. And I think that's one of the important things that my mentor, Rick Cesari, taught me early on, which is if you can teach your customers to buy, that's kind of a funny phrase, but like by educating them and giving them knowledge and information, you're, you're giving them also motivation and that motivation leads to a, a purchase. And then so long as you deliver on that, on that sale and you always follow up and you deliver more value, then it's a great win, win, win all around. Um, so that's kind of what infomercials are good for. Now to answer your question about digital marketing, oh my goodness, I'm humbled by digital marketing. Like, I was pretty good at computers when I got started. I, I studied programming when I was in high school, you know, and I was one of the first ones to have. I actually had a CompuServe email. Can you believe that? Like CompuServe. I remember CompuServe. Do you? Okay. You yeah. I'm, I'm a young guy, but. Yeah, that's awesome. That? I, you and like five other people, but like I had a CompuServe email. I used to get faxes like sent to me every morning with news <laughs> reports. So I've always been kind of on the forefront of technology. But when digital marketing hit, I was like excited, like a kid in a candy store, because I'm like, oh my gosh, you can keep track of all this data and then we can change our marketing to adjust to the data. But I also have ADD, like off the charts. And to me, it's, it's, it's not a bad thing. It's more like a superpower most of the time. But because of that, digital marketing is just like, where do I begin? Okay. It's a big bear. It's a big bear. It's like, do I go here? Do I do email? Do I do the website? Do the, and so sequencing and the order of events has become the priority between me and my partners and my team. And so I'm learning how to sequence what we do. And I still go on my gut a lot, um, which is how I've done everything throughout my career. And that's why working with Ready Yeti, I love what you guys are doing. I love how you stand for outdoors and the, and the, the experience. Blake and I are both outdoors uh, people. Blake's a hunter. He's a pro skydiver. He's an extreme mountain biker. Um, I'm a mountaineer nowadays. I don't do endurance, but I do mountaineering and I do lots of yoga and I'm like an active guy. So, um, so we love what you guys are doing. And so when I, when I heard about this, I'm like, wait a second, a way to get connected with other people like me through, through doing this. I was like, this is super cool and really smart. And, um, you know, 
we can help each other that way. So, so I love that. Um, but digital marketing, super, super interesting. I'm fascinated by it. To me, it's a little bit like a language I need to learn. It's the wild west too. Yeah. Like there it's, there's always new things. I mean, now streaming, I feel like streaming services is going to be like your wheelhouse Yeah. because there's not a lot of um, companies that are focusing on that kind of advertising and you've, you've done infomercials. So it's like, you're like ready. Like when that like really opens up, like if you want it, you can get it. Yeah. And no, I think you're right. And I, I, I love that. And um, yeah, there's no question. I mean, we're, we're always dedicated to being on the cutting edge. So going back to creating the brand wisdom, the, the thing, one of the things I did really different from the truth bar days is that I'm running wisdom with the same team. That's part of my agency. And so you've got the same people, the same team. And so you don't have two different businesses that like on one day I'm working with a whole different team. And then on this day, I'm working with this team by bringing it kind of all together. That has made it you know, really fun. And, um, you know, my dream someday is to be sitting on the stage at traffic and conversion back when we can all go back to, you know, events and talk, <laughs> tell the story of how I built Wisdom Superfood using digital marketing and, and say, here's the blueprint. You guys can take the blueprint, go home and God bless you. If you want advice, here's my cell phone. Here's my, my email. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter, but, or my agency can help do it for you. Like we're going to build, we can help build your business by doing the same exact blueprint that we did to build wisdom. I mean, there's no, that's it. That's it. I, I love that. It's, it's that to me, that's like the mark of like a good service. People will know if they need you or not, and you'll always be there to help. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about what we're, what we're doing. Um, we have, yeah, we have three products. We have uh, a dark chocolate uh, wisdom. Uh, it's a, Wisdom Superfood, it's a mushroom superfood protein powder, okay, and has a thousand milligrams of uh, mushroom uh, in there. There's 500 milligrams of lion's mane and then uh, 100 milligrams each of five other mushrooms. We've got um, the adaptogens, the digestive enzymes, and then there's 15 uh, grams of plant-based protein. Um, blend that up Aminos? with- Aminos? Uh, yeah, we do have taurine. We've added taurine. Our plant, our plant protein does have a number of aminos, and then you add taurine, and we get we get a uh, full a full uh, uh, contingent contingent there. I actually formulated this myself, and I was working with Edward. I mean, I had help, but like I, I thought after all the years, of, and I found out I have a little egg allergy, a little dairy allergy, so egg and whey yeah. is not part of my story anymore. It's not the way. No, it's not the way. Exactly. So. All for it. I used to love whey protein. Grass-fed whey proteins are awesome, but I just like plant-based. I think is the way to go. It's it's the least allergenic, right? And so, so I, I we really created this formula to be super tasty, low sugar. We put MCTs in there, so it's got four grams of uh, it's got some MCT oil from coconuts. It's just really like a superfood, like it really is like you have it in the morning and you feel you feel great uh your brain's alert um you got good energy uh you know i blend it with unsweetened almond milk and a frozen banana um you can so we have dark chocolate and we have french vanilla the french vanilla you can blend with blueberries uh mango 
Um, you know, we, we have a, we're, we're creating a recipe book right now with 50 recipes. That's going to be super. That's, I love that. And then every rest, every met recipe in there, we're going to, we're going to create the nutritional value as well. So you'll be able to know that you're getting your daily, you know, nutrients. Uh, you get a good contingent of regular vitamins and minerals in there, but we're big advocates that you eat whole food, right? Eat real food, you know, lean proteins, real vegetables, fruits, uh, but use our superfood to supplement that. And especially if you're in training, uh, and everybody needs protein, you know, not massive amounts, but just, you know, a little bit of boost in a superfood like we have, in addition to eating your lean protein or whatever your plant-based proteins are. Um, you know, one thing I forgot to mention is that in 2020, I got my, I got a certificate in fitness nutrition because, you know, wisdom is all about accurate information, knowledge, like, we're not going to just tell you, hey, go do this thing because we read it over here, but we're, we're really doing the research our, ourselves. And I'm building an advisory board. We have an herbalist from Bastyr University, so a science person that's helping us craft our blogs and fact-checking everything. Um, and we, we're going to continue to add to that in the future. So we, we, my vision is that we have medical doctors, we've got naturopathic doctors, we've got traditional Chinese medicine doctors, Ayurvedic, we've got somebody from every major, you know, um, health and wellness sort of um, tradition represented, uh, so that we can continue to kind of embrace that holistic approach. I mean, you know, our, our, uh, our goal is to help as many people as possible um, feel their best for as long as possible. That's, that's our singular goal. And, and however we can do that, um, through knowledge, motivation, inspiration, um, and mushrooms for sure. Um, that's what I like that. It's, it's not, it's, there's, there's something beyond the product. Yeah. I think that, and I think that that's key, especially because, you know, not a lot of people know a lot about mushrooms or know what they can be for you. So it's, it's like very clear that there's, something there like you and plus you made it with obviously yourself in mind i feel like anytime you make something to benefit yourself there is definitely going to be other people who also want that thing just by the you know probability of all the people on the planet that kind of thing um how what what is your approach to education i i know that you you mentioned a couple things can't remember if it was offline or not um but is there any kind of specific thing that you're planning on doing to kind of share people with people the knowledge? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we have started our blog and we're doing regular blog posts currently. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and we're covering the fundamentals, like how mushrooms can boost the immune system. Uh, we have a post all about lion's mane, which is incredibly good for uh, brain health, and um, there's even research sh supporting nerve growth factor with with uh, cool. lion's mane. So, you know, neuro, you know, supporting neurogenesis and creating new new pathways. I mean, lion's mane is is absolutely you know one of those one of those key mushrooms for brain health. Um, so, so our blog is going to be the primary source. But then you can take the blog and eventually turn it into, um, you know, bits of content through social media. So we have smaller versions of that in our social media. Our Instagram is very rich with like um, posts about all of our different mushrooms, about all of our different adaptogens, 
you can get a little blurb on it. Um, and then we're going to write blogs about each that kind of educate people. Uh, we plan to do, you know, YouTube videos that will either interview people that know about these subjects or we'll, we'll get on there and share information and then put, um, content, you know, links in the, uh, in, in the description. Um, and I like your idea of the live stream. I, I think that, um, that's a great way to get an audience because one of the great triggers for people is events. And when you have an event, like a giveaway, you know, people, they act on it, you know, and, and a live stream is an event because it's live. Um, it's something happening right now. And if you have a live stream, uh, you can, you can get a lot of people, but you can also like save that live stream and then repost it later. Uh, so those are some of the ways we do plan on publishing a recipe book coming up. And that recipe book is not, is not just going to have the recipes, but it's going to have all the nutrition content and some of the, the, I guess you could say benefits of, of the different nutritional elements that are in each recipe. And we're working with a number of um, health and wellness kind of experts to compile that. Uh, and, and then I think it's just, you know, recruiting other knowledgeable people, wise, wise people that can uh, come on board and share their knowledge with us, whether it's in the form of a podcast, we've talked about doing something like that, uh, you know, or, um, uh, or just guest bloggers. It, you're coming out with a recipe book, low hanging fruit, cooking, uh, like a cooking segment. It's, it's kind of, it, I feel like at that point, since it's sharing knowledge, it gets fun because like there is like a million different ways you can convey a message to someone. Yeah. And there's a lot of people looking for the type of thing that you're making and even just searching for that information. So it's, it's just connecting the dots and you, you set it up like you, you did like the hard to me, it seems the hard parts done and you know, there's always a grind on some degree, Yeah, but um you know, information seems to be like the number one thing standing in between you and whoever is looking for some tasty wisdom foods. Is it, I'm sorry. I, is it, am I saying, is it wisdom food or wisdom foods? It's wisdom superfood. And yeah, and our, our slogan is superfood for the, for your mind and body. So superfood for your mind and body. And another slogan that we've been uh, embracing because you, you mentioned a few minutes ago, if you ever create a product for yourself, the chances are there's other people out there. I want, I wanted to feel young and I want to, I want to stay young. I mean, my, I already feel like, yeah, exactly. I feel, I feel, I feel in my, like my mind and my, my attitude, like I feel childish often, but, um, but I, you know, I, I like the idea of feeling as, as, as young as we can for as long as we can. I love the aging process. I feel good about that. But I also think that um, I read a great book called Younger Next Year, uh, which is written by like a health enthusiast and a medical doctor. And they basically talk about how you can actually be somebody in your 40s, 50s, 60s and decide that you actually want to be younger next year. But it, it does take a, a lifestyle change. And that's, that's what we want to promote is that idea of like, if you want to feel young, you want to stay young, there's some things you can do. Take the holistic approach to your health, manage your stress, manage your mental health, um, surround yourself with people that build you up and that make you happy, uh, eat healthy, move your body, sweat, 
Yes. And, uh, and, and quite frankly, uh, give back and, and share what you have with others, pay it forward, because that's probably the greatest thing you, you can do for your, your, your spirit, which is to try to, you know, help somebody else. What was the biggest mistake you've made along your career? Oh boy. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I think the, one of the biggest mistakes uh, I made uh, was the first thing that pops to mind is, is like, oh, I never should have sold Truth Bar, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I uh, you know, don't bring the VC monies in. I could go on down that road. But the truth is that the biggest mistake I ever made was not learning how to trust others sooner. So, so I was a guy that, yes, I was a guy that worked so hard through school was not things didn't, a lot of things didn't come easy. I never thought I was smart. Uh, I just worked my, I, I, no one was going to outwork me. Okay. That was my motto. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I, I grew up with, with, you know, pretty, I, I was like on free lunch until I was a senior in high school. I was all, you know, all financial aid in college. I paid my own way. I worked through college. Anyways, all I wanted to do is become successful. And so I just worked and worked and worked my, my tail off and never thought I was really that good. And so I always had something to prove. So I never trusted anybody. And so when I had a staff of 30 people in my first agency, you know, it was really hard to be, to work with me because I would always like micromanage people. We're talking about a long time ago. And Mm -hmm. Quite frankly, it kept me from being more successful and it kept that agency from being more successful. In my new agency, I, I started to learn that lesson more. And even lately, I, I continue to, to learn it. And I, I like my number one thing I like to do now is um, ask, what can I do to be of help to you? But I no longer micromanage people. I don't say, hey, love that. here's how to do it. It's more like, what do you need from me? You need resources, you need money, you need me to call somebody, you need, what do you need from me? Just tell me what I can do to support you. Otherwise, just do it, go for it. And that's, that's, yeah. that's how, that's, so that's my number one mistake is not learning to trust others earlier. What advice would you want to give, or what advice would you give someone that wanted to start a business? Um, well, the, the, the biggest advice I would give them is uh, absolutely do it. Um, you'll learn so much about yourself and you'll learn what you can do. Um, and the other thing I would tell them is use your network. It's really important to use your network. Uh, and, you know, connecting with people that are very, very successful um, is not very difficult if you, and that can be in a position to help you, whether it be advice or investment or whatever, is not very difficult if you put yourself out there and say, I'm a, I'm a budding entrepreneur. I want to start a business. Um, here's my idea. Uh, because we were all there at some point, especially people that have built successful businesses and, um, you know, I, I Envision's been running now for 18 years, and we just had our biggest year ever last year, which is really cool. 
And Congratulations. Thank, and thank that's you. a tough one too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm getting to a point where, you know, pretty much I'm bringing opportunities in, but I don't have to like turn the gears on the day to day. So that's really good. Uh, but, but like, you know, I mentor entrepreneurs all the time because I remember being an entrepreneur that had a job, you know, I worked at Starbucks, I worked for Juice Man, and then I also cleaned offices, you know, at night. And I remember like hustling to make, to pay rent, but I wanted, I had a dream of starting a business and, you know, people that are successful, remember they were in that same boat when they didn't have money and they were starting out. And so they'll drop what they're doing to help you. But most of the ones that, that remember and that have that humility, but, uh, you know, always use your network and always don't be shy to contact. I mean, when I was 20 years old, I reached out to Tom Peters, you know, who wrote in search of excellence. Not, not only did he write me back, but he sent me a free book. I reached out to Guy, Guy Kawasaki, who wrote Selling the Dream, and now he's written like a bunch of books. He's a major investor. He and I emailed each other for a few months back in the early 90s. Like, I reached out to all these successful entrepreneurs, and they were like happy to help. They sent me their books. They're like, here's a person you should talk, talk to. And, you know, I taught my son that. And, um, uh, he, he, he loves the daily stoic and Ryan holiday. And he, he, yes. he, he took that advice and he started contacting them at 19 years old. And he ended up getting a job writing for the daily stoic for a couple, a uh, couple articles. So, um, you know, just don't be shy and don't just be willing to do what other people aren't willing to do. And by that, I don't mean anything unethical, by by but I mean, like, Imagine the hard work, the hard work and imagine yourself like actually reaching out to the president of IBM and saying, I have a question for you. Whatever it is, do not put it past possibility. You have to believe anything's possible. And then remember what I was talking about reframing your perspective. It's kind of like running your first marathon. At some point you reframe your perspective on what's possible and those are the people that build a small company and then they build a medium company and they build a, a large company. I mean, look at Elon Musk, right? He started out at 22 years old and he was smart and he's, he's super smart, but he built a company and he sold a little company that nobody even can remember. And then he built another company and a few of us use that company every day, right? PayPal. And, yeah. and then there's Peter Thiel and he now owns Palantir and he owns Compass and he started all these other... So, you know, these guys just keep leveraging their success because they reframe their perspective. I mean, nobody's reframed their perspective more than uh, Elon Musk, who writes about being bullied as a kid. And now the guy's going to take us to Mars. I mean, it's pretty cool. So sorry for the long winded answer, but that's no, that's good about that one. This is what it's that. about. Yeah. I, you know, and I. I'm we're we're here to, you know, hear hear from you. Um, plus, like, yeah, I want to. If you if you're passionate about something, I definitely, I will not stop you. If anything, I'll encourage you to go even further. Um, what is the best part about running Wisdom Superfoods? The best part about running Wisdom Superfoods is, um, well, I didn't mention them, but uh, and I think they'd probably tell you I'm a pain in the ass. But I have two partners, uh, Blake Robinson, who's my best friend, who has been there for me throughout my whole career and life. When I had to start my agency under difficult circumstances, he gave me the last 10000 he had to help start that. 
whatever he says, Sean, what are we doing? What's the mission? And he, he's the guy that gets stuff done. And, uh, and I really love him and love the fact that he's my partner in this business. Um, and then Kristen Borg is the one who created the brand for, for wisdom superfood. And she just has so much, she's a, a friend and she has so much, uh, creativity and, and passion for this lifestyle. And she brings so much heart. She also creates all the social media for us. And when you go to wisdoms at wisdom superfood, um, you know, our social media is beautiful and she's taken all the photography. She does all the design. I mean, she's just really, there's so much love in that. So that just seeing both of them and their contributions has been, has been really important to me. And I probably don't let them know that enough, but it's just fun to create something that's literally like creating a formula and then give it to people and have them say, this is like the best protein powder I've ever had. It's delicious. It's, it's definitely got me excited about getting on a healthy journey and just the idea of that growing and, 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 you know, the positivity that it spreads, that's probably the best, the best part of it. As far as my day-to-day job, I love creating the new products. I mean, um, we have so many innovations planned that uh, it's really just, we're completely self-funded at this point. We haven't taken outside investment. Um, but uh which is cool uh but um you know as soon as as soon as we can we we've got so many products to develop and i know you guys are going to love them because they're they're super fun and delicious and um things that i think our brand is going to be something that will inspire people to uh to live a really really cool exciting lifestyle so um that's we're jazzed yeah i'm i'm, I'm excited to uh see those recipes yeah i like to cook you had me you had me there yeah um good that's incredible thank you so much for for coming on taking the time for the listener who wants to find out more about wisdom or just uh, i should say wisdom superfoods or wisdom for that matter where is the best place for them to head i would go to either instagram or facebook at wisdom superfood um and uh you know send us a message uh say hello read some of our posts our website is wisdomsuperfood.com and um you know we uh we're in the process of uh always kind of updating that with more information but our blog is on there and um yeah and then feel free to uh you know reach out to me um directly if you want uh i'm at Sean K. Fay throughout social. And my email is Sean at wisdomsuperfood.com. But uh, always happy to answer questions or engage with people and um, be helpful and of service if I can. So that's it. Awesome. Sean, thank you so much for coming on. It was fun, Matthew. Thanks. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, then we would be incredibly appreciative if you could log on to iTunes and leave us a quick review. This really helps us get noticed by other podcast listeners like yourself. And if you know anyone that would benefit from this episode, then please share it along. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Ready Ready Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week.